Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm really great. I can't believe that we are in episode 20. We've reached the end of a, a season one. Of season one. There will never be an end. <laughs> That's true. Just so you know, you're in for life now. Kenzie says this thing to me sometimes. She says, uh, bye forever. And I was like, will you please stop telling me that? And what does that like, even mean? I don't know. She just It's just a thing she says. I don't know. So she's like, all right, bye till tomorrow now. Like she, That's weird. <laughs> Kenzie. I know. She's going to listen. And she'll be like, you ratted me out. You did <laughs> rat her out. But that's okay, because we love her. We sure. do love Kenzie. But um, we're here with Mindy. I know. Yay. I'm so excited. Mindy Wynn, thank you for joining us. You yeah. will be here with us for our whole episode, because... You are our number one fan. Yes, I it's am true. your number. I'm very honored to be on this podcast today. I'm very excited. So, Aww. well, we yeah. are so excited to have you. Not just because you are our number one fan, but also because we are in many ways your number one fan. We we and love. She's Jake's mom. And you are Jake's mom. So she's also David's mom. So I have guilt sometimes. I'll be like Jake's mom's other kid, which is so also mean. I don't know. So yes, you are the mom to two wonderful boys. Thank um, you. Who I've had the joy of working with in our community. And I'm excited today because we're going to get to talk about, I think one of the reasons that we adore you so much is because we do adore them as well. And you are a huge influence in that. And so we're excited to talk about that as well. But yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell our, our listeners a little sure. bit. Sure. Well, I am born and raised in Palmyra, so I have lived all of my life in a small town. I did town. not know that. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, that my either. parents yeah. still live over by the Palmyra High School in the house that my dad built Oh. back in 1962, I believe he built that. So, wow. yeah, so I was born here, raised here, and uh, went to Palmyra High School, graduated class of 88, Woo. Um, so showing my age. There. I don't know, Shiloh was like three. I know. Well, were you five? Even, oh, she was five. I was going to say, were you even born yet? <laughs> That's usually the question. I was five. I was five. Yeah. So yeah, and then I went off to college and met my husband and was love at first sight, or maybe not first sight for him. It was love at first sight. For me, Clearly. it was maybe like a Clearly. few months later. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Love Where did you home. go to school? We went to Kutztown University. Okay. Yep. So mm-hmm. I had gone there, and um, I'm first one from my family to go to college. So me it was very too. Exciting. Were you too? Yep. Look at yep. us first, first gen. Look at us. Yeah. Which is is a um, is a unique honor and pressure. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Don't you right. think? A little bit. Honor and pressure. Um, mm-hmm. But my parents were great. Like there was never any like push to do this. This mm-hmm. was what I wanted to do, and they were behind me 100. percent um, I knew I wanted to do something with people, but I didn't want to teach. So I happened to be looking through uh, a catalog in Mrs. Feather's office in the guidance office in the high school, and I saw speech pathology, and I thought, huh, that sounds kind of cool. So <laughs> that's what I, I decided we went and visited Kutztown, and I really enjoyed The campus was, I loved it. It was, I was walking around, and I said to my mom and dad, this is where I want to go. And, um... It was hard. It was a very hard program. Um, their undergraduate program basically was grad level. Mm-hmm. So I came out of there like ready to ready Well, the to go. detail of which um, I, I have the honor of not only knowing Mindy in our community, but um, she has come to Lebanon Valley College in yeah. the last year. And so when I, I knew her for many years and then she was talking, she was like, I'm thinking about maybe. And I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be so amazing. Yeah. And I couldn't say anything. And it was like, oh, um, but it's, it's when you talk to me about the work you do, I'm amazed at the detail 
Like, I think that's what, and it's one of the things I love about working with people who are experts in their field. Mm -hmm. I I constantly get to learn a little niblet of new, but, but speech language pathology is so detailed. It's so detailed and there's so much flexibility to it. I mean, my, and I tell my grad students this all the time, my whole career has been never say never. Mm -hmm. So I graduated and back in the day in, in 1992, when you graduated with your degree in speech pathology, you could go work in a school district. You did not have to have a master's degree that is no longer the case mm-hmm. you really cannot mm-hmm. work anywhere without a master's degree but after doing my student teaching at the Allentown School District and then at Good Shepherd Rehab in Allentown I was like I want to work with adults so I need to go straight to grad school mm-hmm. so I went out to Clarion and at this time Hung and I were really pretty serious and we figured you know this is it we are going to get married at some point he said, go to grad school, go mm-hmm. get it done. And that way, you know, you're finished. So I went out to Clarion and lovely school, lovely area. I couldn't wait to be out because it started to snow in October <laughs> and it did not stop until April. And anybody who knows me knows I do not like to be cold. I do not like snow. I just, mm-hmm. so, Good old Western um, PA. Yeah. so I finished my degree in a year and a half so that I could be done and out. And, um, I wanted to work with adults. I was never going to work in a school district. Oh, never so say never. never say never. That is my actually the headband that says never say never. But um, so there's a lot of things in my life that I found out. Oh, I should not say never because mm-hmm. it's all happened. But so I went there, and then I got a job at Health South Rehab in Mechanicsburg, and I worked for five years there on the traumatic brain injury unit. Oh wow, which I loved. You I, and Sandy Brettler would have a lot to talk about. I love talking mm-hmm. to Sandy yeah. about <laughs> during season two. We should have some reunion pieces where we bring <laughs> people together. The brain fascinates me, and I've told my brother-in-law, who is a cardiologist, I said, if I would have had the smarts and the patience, mm-hmm. I would have loved to be a brain surgeon, but I don't have the smarts or the patience to go through all of that school. But the brain does fascinate me. Yeah. And so I worked on a brain injury unit for five years, and we had people who came in who had had tumors you know, removed from their one side of their brain. I had a gunshot victim who it was self-inflicted, which was the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. um, and the, the, the disabilities and the, the impairments that he had was incredible. And then we had this 16-year-old who had fallen off a balcony and was at a coma level. So it's just yeah. it's a fascinating mm-hmm. field. And when I was pregnant with David, the they pulled us all in and they Wait, said... Wait, that's Jake's mom's other son, right? That, that is my other son. That is my yeah. oldest, <laughs> David. So when I was pregnant with him, they called us into this meeting and they said, we are not going to be giving anybody raises. There's all these issues and people in corporate down in Alabama are losing their jobs. So don't go anywhere. Don't, don't go mm. look for another job because it's like this everywhere in healthcare. Mm. So I looked at my colleague and I said, I'll go work for a school district. So... Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, my mom was working for Palmyra School District. Mm-hmm. So while I was on maternity leave, she messaged me and said, the superintendent wants to hire a district mm-hmm. speech-language pathologist. Because at the time, again, a lot of school districts would use IUs mm-hmm. right, instead of having their own. So I interviewed, and it was funny because all of my notes from college on anything child-related I had gotten rid of because I was never going to work at a school. So I felt like I was really pulling things 
out of the air mm-hmm. in my interview, uh, but they hired me, and 20 years later, um, I went on to work at LBC because yeah. I was never going to teach in higher education. <laughs> um, so, but the opportunity right. presented itself to mm-hmm. this uh, clinical director position for the new mm-hmm. speech pathology program at Eleven Valley College, and to really be at the start of something building amazing. new, amazing, yeah. right? And that I mean, was, it's been amazing to watch. Like, I really do love that part of my job where I get to see the mm-hmm. new and the ever changing. And people think of higher ed as not a changing. But it's constantly yes. changing and constantly morphing, and it's been really neat to watch the it's new program. Re- and I think had the program been established and the position had opened up, I don't know that I would have applied mm-hmm. because I feel like that would be that would have been a hard position to come into had someone else been doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So me with no experience running a clinic mm-hmm. or teaching in higher education, I think I would have been like, you know what, I'm fine where I at. I I loved my students in the district, so I mean, and I I missed that. I missed yeah. that. But I think getting in on this ground floor and helping build the program and literally build it. They're literally Literally building it. Like like (laughs) as in last week, I told you, I was in a meeting the other day where they're talking about like the new AV equipment. Yes. Yes. And they're talking about the training on that. I mean, we're talking about literally building this space. Well, and I'm a little worried because my office, so when I was in last week to approve where the cameras were going to be, my office has drywall and paint. Yeah. There's Ooh. no carpet. Ooh. There's Oh, it takes nanoseconds no, to put that down. There's no yeah. door. There's no <laughs> needs doors. So I'm a little nervous. It'll about, be there. But no, it'll be fine. And actually, I mean, I have my current office and I, I don't care. I just want it open for the students. I want them yeah. to come back and so exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. And meeting that excitement in the middle of all we have going on oh. in the world. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's and that's where I have to pause for a second and let you guys know. And this is why I think maybe I am your number one fan or self-proclaimed number one fan. <laughs> but, but I think you are, your true. podcast, because I remember you guys talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so cool. I know podcasters. But listening to your podcast every week during all of this chaos mm-hmm. was like that one piece of like bright kindness and like happiness so it was yeah it was like you know what it was just a nice break from all of the stress well so kudos to you guys for putting this together because it is thank you you know someday when this is a distant memory I don't feel like we're there yet but someday (laughs) when it is we will think back and we'll think about these great things And, and you know Shyla and I we had been talking about this podcast for quite a while. Mm -hmm. You know, we just admire so many people and and are really fascinated by the leadership style and and how people are different types of leaders in our world. But the but the pandemic, while it put it on a hold, it also gave us a place to focus what could be our life Absolutely. each week. And yeah, so I needed something else. Completely. But. And it, and it's <laughs> been sure. quite a joy in that way. That, that So thank you for saying that sure, because yeah. we're glad it's a light to other people because selfishly it's been a yeah. light for us Absolutely. too. So, yeah. Um, well, and that's, I mean, in even if it only ended up being the light for the two of you, then it's worth it. But right. it, the fact that there are people yes. who well, tune you. in and listen. So and they do, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, I know. People <laughs> listen to <laughs> us and it's a thing. Weird. And yeah. our numbers keep going up which is awesome yeah, and that's awesome. Awesome. we must be doing something right yeah. so especially to have great. someone like yourself yes. so all of what you said just said comes down to really living a life of service I mean mm-hmm. you do you think of yourself that way like do you think of yourself as a person who because some people do and some people don't yeah. there's not a right or wrong to that but do you consider yourself someone who's like I live a life of service I don't think I think of myself in those terms I think mm-hmm. I always like I said when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do I knew I wanted to work with people mm-hmm. I wanted to do something where I was because I am a social person mm-hmm. and yeah. you know I had told my students when we were doing virtual I'm like this is killing me like yeah. I right. want to right. be around yeah. people I, I've always enjoyed that so in you know to answer that question do you look at yourself I don't look at myself I just that's 
that's just me. Like, I mean, I just... you've been a band booster president, <laughs> which I think next to like, um, I'm trying to think of something that no. is a less no kudos providing. Thing. Like I don't know, like you. You you did it for one year. Captain, I don't know. Uh, like. I don't know. I've done that. I wouldn't be. Yeah. I wouldn't be band booster. I've only done band booster president one year. It's just, that, that is it was one year. year. I mean, it's, it's a long year. year. Yeah. Just because it is so much organization and, and it is yeah. so many personalities and it's so much, and you roll with. I mean, you roll with it. But like I, I think. I mean, <laughs> thank you. You did. You know, I think one of the things we wanted to do in this last episode was kind of wrap up some of the the things that we talked about. And I see you so much like Shanna, one of mm-hmm. our guests mm-hmm. before, because you serve your family in such a way mm-hmm. that like you're just there. And I mean, we literally call you Jake's mom. Yeah, like and, <laughs> and that came from Shanna. Do you want to explain a little bit of where that started uh, yes, and how no. that where that came from? Why we call you Jake's mom? Uh, Jeez, this is this all ties back to some Kevin land. Here, it does, right? which it's, which we'll we'll deal with later, <laughs> because it started at ITS. It started at ITS. So the, the yes. International Thespian Society um, has a state uh, conference each year. Yeah. Um, and Mindy, you were one of the chaperones. Oh, that's so much fun. On what fun I can time. honestly say yeah. is one of the well, probably one of the things that I'm like, oh, pre-COVID, we used it to go on pre- trips with yeah. students and and have chaperones, <laughs> but we had this incredible group of people, of parents, yeah, and so an incredible. Fun group of well, students and I mean said non-parents Oh, I'm sorry. And non-parents. I'm sorry. We had this incredible group of chaperones. And I tend to not want to chaperone things. But we were fighting. We got to keep people out of this group. Like, (laughs) everybody wants in. But you know what it was, though? We had an exceptionally good group of students, which Mm -hmm. which, this is my second year going with a group of students who you don't have to sit on top of them. They understand rules. They understand uh, common respect. And so did the adults. I mean, we had 10, right? 10? Yeah, 10 chaperones. I think we were louder than the kids. I was going to say. No, but we had a we had a good time. But we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, right? And it came from that our dear friend Kevin was was you know he has a way of commanding attention, and one of those ways was yelling across the room, "Jake's mom!" And everybody in this entire thousands literally of would stop, would just stop, would all stop yep. and be like, "It's Jake's mom!" And you know, part of that is because your your son is such a dynamic personality of his own. He's an incredible talent. I mean, he's the kind yeah. of student that I love to work mm-hmm. with because he is not just talented but so respectful so kind and constantly wants to learn yes. you know and yeah. he gets that from you so and hung. there's there's yeah. no doubt in my mm-hmm. mind yeah. and um and so we joke that you're Jake's mom you're also David's mom who <laughs> is as <laughs> I, I had the joy of working with David only during his senior year he was but, so sorry too that he waited you know, till senior year but, but, but we had right? he did yeah, agree and and, and had such a great experience that you have exceptional children and it yeah. comes from thank exceptional you. parents it really oh, does um wait we were yeah Kenzie and I were driving in the Karen Covered van the other day and we drove up to uh, Starbucks and I was like and he's like hello this is David how can I take your order and I was like wait David when he's like uh very tentatively like uh and I was like hey Jake's mom's other kid (laughs) it's Kenzie and Shiloh in the Karen Covered van and he was like oh hey how's it going like it took him a minute but I'm like I'm sure it's probably startling when someone's like yo Um, yeah he's so funny yeah he gets well and he he'll tell me he feels badly when someone comes through and they recognize them. And w- both of my kids went to the elementary school where I taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a way, I felt badly for them because it was like, hey, did you hear what David did in the classroom today? Or, hey, did you hear what Jake did uh, on the playground? So, like, they I get that from college that. with Aaron Rosemary. We, and I'd be right. like, we cover this topic so, all the time yeah, about, they, like, in a small town, you can't just correct. get away with shit. That's Shyla's husband. That's Shyla's <laughs> husband. And we used to do <laughs> Exactly. We used to tell them, guys, people know who your dad is. He was part of the right? PABA. Mm-hmm. Is that even still yep. in existence? Uh, yeah. yep. So he was a big part of PABA, and I was in the district. I'm like, you guys have life. to realize if you don't, the people are watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you want it, 
want them to be or not. It can do you think that's, um, is that a good thing? Like, I feel like in a lot of ways it's a good thing because in, in society, right, you have to, there's a certain level of conformity that you have to do to be successful, right? And so our children just are learning those concepts right. early, right? And like, I, th- I mean, it wasn't <laughs> that they As with all things, there's pros yes. and cons. <laughs> and I think, right, exactly. I don't think it ever, like, bothered them to the point where it was just like, I hate that you work for the school. Yeah, or I but hate they're that aware. You're, yeah, Wait but they were that. aware. And they're like, yes, mom. We, I always got the, yes, mom, we know. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But I've been fortunate that my children are, they are, they're yeah. good They're great. And, and, and you know, they, one of the things they I They haven't love, given us any, you know, reason right. to be like, oh no. my God. And one of the things I love though, and I tell you this all the time, because I work, I mean, we're now going on year 11. I've worked with a lot of teenagers mm-hmm. and a lot of college kids. They, they're real kids though. They're not perfect. And I mean that in the best possible way. Oh, right. They are not striving for, for, for perfection. They are striving for authenticity. Right. And like, I can't think Huge. of a better thing yeah. mm-hmm. than for somebody. And for me, it's been really interesting to watch both of your children through the pandemic mm-hmm. because I am keeping my hands on the kids that I usually get to see in school that I can check in with them. How are you doing? Or I saw your grades were falling or mm-hmm. I saw your grades were great or, you know, and touch base with them. And your two children, David's been working nearly this whole time. Mm-hmm. He, Absolutely. You know, this is a hard time. Every kid would have a right to say, I need some time. I need to be home. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing a world. Jake has been performing and mm-hmm. using his talent to write music, to bring joy to others. Mm-hmm. Like, he does these pop-ups in the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and a food truck will come and he'll be there. And he's always respectful of space and all the things he should mm-hmm. be doing. But he's taken this time to, like, provide joy to others, which I think is a thing that um, that not everybody has taken. And, right. and I have other students, yeah. not that it's a bad thing, but they've done the opposite and gone the other direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. about our uh, Mark, yeah. Mark party. Oh, Wait, yeah. <laughs> this is such a good story. <laughs> yes, good yes, story. yes. It is a good story. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead. Why don't you talk oh, about yeah. Mark's? We had a little pod that got together to yeah. celebrate Mark's retirement. Mark's, yeah. And go ahead, Shyla, tell the tale. And so we're standing there and Jake's singing and all of us are look up at the little tent he's at and there's this guy standing over top of Jake who we have no idea who it is. I assumed it was a guest. It was not a guest. I look at Mindy, she's like, and I look at Jasmine, she's like, and like everybody else is like, we have no idea who this guy is. So Jasmine and Jen. My friend Jenny, we we walk on over and we're like, hey sir, how are you doing? And our only goal here is to get the man we don't know away from the teenage boy. Like, that's literally it. Like, well, he was really close to him, and he was singing, he was singing and I was like... He was singing was like, Tiny Dancer. I'll never forget it. was Ellen John, Tiny Dancer. And what was funny is I was, you know, over at the food table, and Derek came over and said, oh, is it duet time? And that's when I first noticed it. And I looked over, I said, I guess so. And, and Jake and Derek was like, on. no, that guy's like having a full-fledged conversation with your son. You, <laughs> oh, no, he was singing Tiny yeah, Dancer along with I him. think he's singing along. Yeah. I said, but I don't know who that is. And Derek's like, I don't know either. So I let it go. So I was very thankful that so you and Jen So Jen and I across. walked over. We're like, hey, buddy. And he's <laughs> like, oh, I live over here. And the music was great. And I couldn't help myself. And we're like... Want to come over? Let's get you a drink. We're like, just get. Meanwhile, he was several already in the bag. He was. He had been golfing all day. <laughs> the best part of this, though, is we're talking, and he gives his first name, and he he lives in the neighborhood mm-hmm. over here where my mother-in-law lives because we're in a small town. We live in the neighborhood. So later in the day, and I kind of am like, he looks kind of familiar, but I'm going to be honest. I've worked in state government. I've worked in politics. I've worked in town here. Like, lots of people mm-hmm. look familiar to mm-hmm. me. So we're talking, and I'm like, hey, what's your last name? So I can say, here, he's a former politician for our state, mm-hmm. and we all knew who he was in the end. And I'm like, well, Mark, you had a celebrity. <laughs> exactly. But yes. Jake rolled with it. I mean, he, he is did. professional he does. to the he up rolls, degree. He rolls yeah. with he it. Does. He really he does. does not... If he yes. gets rattled, he does not show it no. outwardly. He, yeah. um, and that is, you know, another thing. Even uh, David has learned because. 
like I said, he feels badly when he doesn't recognize mm, someone, sure. but he rolls with it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it's like, okay, did I know them from, you know, school or swimming or, you know, music or, or mm-hmm. where? Yeah. And I said, buddy, that's the exact same thing I do. We're I, all I see there. people yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I'm always like, hey, how are you doing? I said, and your dad always knows if it's someone that I don't remember their name because he'll be like, you don't know who they are because you didn't introduce me. Yeah. So, although oh, yeah. Hung has been in this town now also for 20 years plus Where's years. Where's Hung so. originally from? He is originally from Vietnam. Okay. But he moved um, when Saigon fell. They, mm-hmm. they uh, escaped from the city and came over. And um, that in itself is a huge, fascinating story. Yeah. You should ask him I can't to wait. tell the story himself. Someday but, when we let boys on. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So when they landed in San Francisco, they basically, like, they took all the refugees and started kind of mm-hmm. farming them out across the country. And they ended up in Mechanicsburg. They were sponsored by the Catholic Church in Mechanicsburg. Oh, wow. So he went to Trinity High School. Okay. And that we, but we met at Kutztown. So yeah, wow. so but it's like he, you know, being part of Paba and owning his own business in this area, yeah. he's getting kind of like my dad, where we go somewhere and there's people that know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's very, it's kind of fascinating. He will no longer be Midney's husband. He's not his husband. He is Hungwin. Like hung yeah, yeah. People, people know him. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Awesome. Absolutely um, great. Well, this is a good lead-in into our next segment. We're going to pause here in just a second because we will be joined. We lie a little bit. You know, we haven't had any gentlemen join us because we just know so many women who excel in our community and leadership that we have focused on that. But we are going to allow one person this season on who is of the male persuasion. And some of that is because his, his most favorite person is Jake, right? <laughs> and Jake indeed calls him the, the national, national treasure. treasure. So should we pause here for a moment and see if we can find the national yeah, treasure to join us? I guess we'll, we'll get him on here. Yeah. It's Kevin and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Gummy and Booze. Clink! Where are we recording? Oh, it's live! <laughs> All right, so we've allowed you on. And it's not because we're anti- You can attest. We love men. We love all men. Oh, well, uh, they love men. We love men. We do. It's just that we have been so excited to really put a spotlight on the women in our community who do so much. Um, Mindy Wynn is still here with us today. I'm still here. We are so yes. excited. But we are happy to welcome our fr- dear friend Kevin Gain. As you might recall from episode one, we surround ourselves with people who are unbelievably talented but extremely generous with their time. And Kevin, you are the author composer of our lyricist, all of the above, of oh. our theme song. Yes. I know. I've been on every episode. Yes. Techni- yes. Technically. But so how are, how are we're going yeah. to start this off, oh, right? Yes. Because we have a little bit of a game we're going to play through the rest of this episode. And this episode, season finale, we're doing five shots candy bar theme. So we're going to take a shot to Kevin. Confession. Um, don't Kev- drink all of it. Well, no. Oh, I'm drinking all of it. Kevin and I already, because when you were mixing, there was a little extra to the one. So we might already be good two, three shots in. So I'm rep- repping a little bit of boost. I like it. I like it. It's good. So yeah. we're, mm-hmm. this is a, um, a candy bar shot. Y'all have to try it and tell me what you think Ooh. it is. All, all right. right. Okay. So to Kevin. To Kevin. To Kevin. Okay. Let's see here. Ooh, that has, it has caramel on the bottom. What do you think, Mindy? What do you think it is? Is that Milky Way? Mmm, close. I have a guess, but I think it's Twix. It is Twix. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, All right. I, I get... think of that. That's my favorite. Oh, candy that was that was, was smooth, oh. my friend. You make oh, a good smooth. shot. And this is why you're drink captain. 
right? There's, there was caramel down the bottom. So there that's why I was like trying to. Kevin, mm-hmm. there yeah. is a reason why you have joined us today. Mm-hmm. And that is because we are on day 220. Oh, God. Of penance. Uh, of penance, yes, indeed. And you were in penance because you were naughty for sure. And Mindy was with us when it happened. I was. She was. So I was very worried. Naughty. Wait, naughty. I know, I feel like I should take that out. No, oh, that's icky. So, yeah. Naughty. <laughs> so, oh. Naughty. Naughty children. Isn't there a Matilda song about naughty children, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we were at a we were away at the ITS state mm-hmm. conference. There yeah. were uh, ten of us who were chaperoning. I don't know, eight hundred children. Now I think it was like forty something, yeah. something like That's that. A lot, yeah. And it is a continual conference of several days of performances, of workshops, of all kinds of things. But we had this incredible honor in that we not only piloted a new high school show last year, Amelie High School Edition, working with the the Broadway producers, but we were selected to to perform it at the state competition opening day that night so So exciting so So cool your very talented son jake played nino in it um you know and just such a unique piece to do about community about giving back to society Mm -hmm. such a perfect piece for us kevin music directed that piece brilliantly he did a wonderful job um he led the pit that was going to play um starting that evening um we were all to meet uh, at Subway in New York mm-hmm. at 10.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what time did you join us that day? Not at 10.30. <laughs> it was more like 4.30 Four, yeah. and you had to doing it. However, the reason you're in penance is not because you were late. Let's be honest. Shiloh time and Booker time, yes. it's a thing. You we, were late. We don't, ju- we don't judge people for being late. We no. know it's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. We judge people for lack of communication, though. Kevin. So, when Kevin didn't show up at 10.30, I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of forgot. Okay? You I did. Like, I kind of hey. forgot. I was like, whatever. We have Kevin. the kids. Whatever. We go. We start the conference. And then it's 12.30. And then it's 1.30. And I maybe was texting frantically because I'm going to be honest, there's an entire production that has to have Kevin. Not only is he the, the keyboardist for this, but he's the pit director for this. And he's the only one with the completed music. It's not even like if I found some grand savant and threw a book in front of them, they yeah, could get my kids could, through this, yes. right? Okay? So there's an entire production. You think he could send us a thumbs up? No, 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 no. I'm no. alive. So Kevin had I'm started. Alive. Kevin had just started a new job. It was literally his first. It was, well, he wasn't technically starting till the weekend. Till till the week. Till the after. weekend. That's true. Okay, so he moves into his new place. Yeah, so we know this, and so we start thinking where we about, don't even have his new address. Right. So we start thinking about. Okay, someone could go out and check on him. Like, do we send a police officer out for a well check? Like, we literally have, yeah, like, we literally we, we were calling nothing. his new job. Yeah, so I called his new job. They yes, called sketch. my mom. Yeah. Oh, oh no, this so, is my favorite. Yeah, so we called the job. I was like, hi, just concerned about Kevin. Is he there? Well, I think he's here. I'm like, so you've laid eyes on him. Like, we're very concerned. We literally thought he was dead. Because yes. there's no land. Like, you are very dedicated to what you do. Like, I will say yes. this. You, there is no land yes. that you, although your mom had... She felt differently, but that's okay. We'll get to your mom in a minute. That's fine. She won't listen to this. Oh, she will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just you wait. Um, but like, you're very dedicated to our students, and you're you're dedicated to what this is. Like, there's no mm-hmm. land that you would have just 
not thought this was important. And I knew that. And you were in the middle of this big change in your life and all of this. But I literally thought, like, maybe you were dead. Like, you moved to this new place. We haven't yeah. heard about from you at all. Jasmine listens to a lot of true crime podcasts. I do. Like, Did you go through the Crime Junkies list? I went through the Crime <laughs> Junkies <laughs> list. My favorite podcast is Crime Junkies. And I'm like, when's the last timestamp I had on him? <laughs> like, um, like, trust your instincts. Like, you know. like well, so you we know. started to formulate a plan of, like, having Derek go out and try to at least find where he was. Because right. Derek was coming. Coming as the, right. the, uh, to get the set together, uh, but he was coming a little later. He had already been home. Like we, we right. legit for, Aaron and Noah were going to go, but we didn't even yeah. know where to send them. Yeah. So I do what all responsible people do. I reach out to Kevin's mom. Okay, because who I've met like three times, maybe, yes. and I'm being generous, maybe twice. Something Maybe, like, once at a show, <laughs> I was like, hey, Jasmine, this is my mom. But you know the one time I did meet your parents, they told they me all about, about your couch. Your couch. <laughs> my couch. Oh, your funny. Couch. Well, I bought my own couch, so they can't tell that story. There anymore. you go. So I Facebook met, messaged Kevin's mom because I'm like, okay, Bonnie, I'm going to send her this Facebook message. And I'm, like, praying that I'm going to – because I couldn't even go to check on him if I wanted to. Like, because I don't know where he lives, right? Yeah, right. Because he moved the day before. So I'm like, hey, Bonnie, I don't mean to worry you, but from – one mom to another like this doesn't seem like him she calls me in a hot second I mean like I haven't even barely hit send and she's like Jasmine I respectfully tell you this is like him I keep telling my son he has to stop this bullshit and I was like oh my god so as you're talking to her you must have texted Aaron and Noah and I see people start to leave the theater and I'm like oh shit something's going, going on down. So I because I'm trying to not alert the kids because yeah. imagine how Jake would have felt if he knew oh. that Mr. Gain who has to play like his entire production like at this point I'm gonna be honest if I fell into a sewer there's not as big of a deal my job is done I've directed this shit like I can move <laughs> I mean, on he's important now <laughs> to be honest my kid would have been like I got it give me a guitar give <laughs> me my guitar I got it no I'm just kidding you know I should have thought about that I should have thought about that next time Jake is first on my list yeah, so Bonnie you do a good job of not telling the kids but you also yeah. did a good job of like okay if he literally is dead and we can't, like, what are the, the workarounds that we like, have? Like, what do we do? What do we do? Through, like, I tried to think about, Justin like... and what he might have been able to pull for you and, like... Like, yeah, I'm so. like, okay, we digi- we digitally record all of the tracks from every performance. you all the trauma you caused right. us? Do you right. see all the trauma you caused us? It was a we lot. It was a lot. So while I'm on the phone with his mom, who is... I, and I'm and I'm doing the mom voice. You know this. Voice oh yeah, I'm like, I gotcha. hey Bonnie, like I don't want to alert yeah. you, and I'm sure everything is fine, and I'm totally calm right now. But like, <laughs> could you give me his address? Cause you know, don't worry. But he's like eight hours late, and I don't know what to do now. And she's like, I respectfully want to respond that this is like him, and I'm telling you right now, he is there. And I was like, okay, well, could you give me? So she's giving me his address, and he finally responds when I say I am on the phone with your mother like that and he's like you I knew that was the end of it yeah <laughs> not that I was being deceitful but I knew she got my mom of dolls I was like oh yeah shit. Was like, you were like oh <laughs> okay like you were being uh, like, I oh <laughs> <laughs> yes I know it. So I, um, so anyway, while I do that and I text him that, I'm like, well, Bonnie, he's on, the, he's on the other line now, so I'll get right back to you and let you know. And she's like, but in the meantime, she's literally like, if you pull up in front of his place, there's this other door. If you need to go around, like, she's giving me all the ends. Oh my gosh, it's funny. But you just were sort of caught in this, like, half training. It wasn't really your first day, yes. but it kind of, you got caught. Yeah. But all I needed was a thumbs up. Which, in my defense, I eventually sent you. At late 2.30! That is not a defense. First of all, you could have been like, I have to poop. And go into the stall. And like, 
pregnant. Can't tell me you didn't pee in all of that. <laughs> While you're at the urinal, give me. You have an Apple Watch for God's sake. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you weren't resourceful but enough. But what Kevin. this leads me to is 220 when, days in. 220 days and in. And the pandemic saved you from real. How, oh, how yeah. long is yeah. penance? At least a year. year. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. One okay. full year. One full <laughs> I'm year. Sorry. Of consistent, like, if, and, and he, the pandemic did save him because if he did this again during the pandemic, he would get another year. I'm just <laughs> saying. It is harsh around these parts. But this gets me to the point that being the leader of something or being the director or being the president of it, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, if he didn't show, they weren't looking at him. To solve it, they're looking at me to solve right, it, and absolutely. I am not looking at these beautiful thirty little faces who are like, "What the heck? Where's Mr. Gain?" And they would have cried because they love him best. <laughs> I am the favorite. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they love him. He's the national treasure. Yes. Like, which came from Jake. Jake, and I don't yeah. even know how it started. Okay, but do you? My know? my favorite movie, I always say, is National Treasure. Oh, that he knows, so that I, th- I, I think I brought it up millions of times. Okay. National Treasure is a bop of a movie. I mean, Don't at me. It's 100%. <laughs> one of the greatest I mean, I remember talking about Nick Cage yes. and National Treasure. Yeah. And so then somehow so it just associated We that. start every season. I don't care whether I have the exact same five kids or I have 55 new ones. We start every, every project. I shouldn't even say every season, but every project that I work on, adults, kids, or whatever, I start with... What are our expectations? Mm-hmm. Because I really feel that if you don't, as a leader, share your expectations, or, and if, if everybody doesn't, like down to anybody who thinks their expectation is just as important, everybody's right. is. But if you don't share them and you don't verbalize them, then they can never become true. Because if, if I don't know what she thinks or I don't know what you think, mm-hmm. then I can't be a part of the team that makes that happen. So I'm just a really firm believer that that's where you start. We go around, each kid always introduces themselves, says who they are, and then says like, what their expectation is and what they're most looking forward to. And Jake's was working with the national treasure, Kevin Gain. Not me. Not Mrs. Booker who gives her life for him. Not me who's cheerleaded him since he was like a wee little tot. But no, no. Mr. Gain. I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Which, speaking of, you. Oh, okay. Go and get round two, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, you should probably explain that. Okay. We decided that since Kevin's on penance, he's going to be our shot server. So yes, he's going to go he round is. number and two. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if it's penance or penance. penance. And I feel like oh, as yeah. a Catholic, I it's, should know, but I don't. I'm a non-Catholic. So I thought it's penance. Penance, yeah. Indulgences. <laughs> indulgences. Because Kevin was the most Catholic leader in church ever. Yeah, not yeah, So he would know, for sure. So yes, part of his deal today is he will serve the next Several, Thank you. Uh, of several Thank you horses. Horses, <laughs> rounds, <laughs> the next several courses. That smells good. Definitely. Does mm-hmm. it smell good? It I'm so good. excited. So yes. Yeah, so Kevin has um, a full year. So on January second, okay. we will we will toast to um, to the mm-hmm. fact that in 2021 that he will be done with that. Oh, that does smell good. So we're going to drink to 220 days? Is that what we're We are to going to. Yeah. Um, 220 <laughs> days that even though we're in a pandemic, I wouldn't want to spend it with anyone but all of you. Oh, for sure, which is yeah. true, which is yeah. true. I have good. had the fortune, Mindy, of seeing you a great deal throughout the, 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 the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I mean, this whole been, little pod has yeah. been... It is the nice. pod. The pod, and I kind of stole that from the you. The pod plus, even, though. Yeah. Like, my, my... I've always... I have been so fortunate that any job I've ever had... People that I work with have turned into such great friends. Mm-hmm. And so my group of friends from Palmyra that I'm still very close to, um, you know, one of them was Jake's kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. and her son, Ethan and Jake, have been friends, friends since forever. birth. 
Um, so I kind of stole the word pod. Absolutely. So you now take we it. talk about our little pod as yeah. well. But it's so. really, I don't think I ever really thought about my life in that way. I've been all, always been a person who did have a lot of friend groups. Like even in high school, I was never like the popular girl, but I could get along with, with all every, the groups. Yeah. But this has been interesting to see who your pod is and to, and to love on the pods, mm-hmm. you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. So yeah. we are drinking two, two drink happy. 220 days. 220. 220. 220. Ooh. Clink, my friends. All the clinkers. I hope they're drinking along with us today. Mm. What do we think? What do we think it is? Oh, that's yummy. That is really good. Is that a Snickers? It's close. No, you're, you're good. She's close. I mean, it could pass for that, I think. Well, no, but I think is it just be... a regular Hershey's bar? Is that the Milky no, Way? There's definitely a there's a peanut butter going in there. There's, there's screwball in it. Screwball has That's been my number one. It's a Reese's. Oh! Yeah. That's mine for Kevin. I like it. I like good. it. I have definitely drank more during pandemic than I ever have in my whole life. I mean, I literally think I've had more. And not because I'm, like, sitting around drinking every day. But just because I think as the pods get together, we got to find some joy where we can. And we've been enjoying tasty shots. Well, and I know I said to Hung, I said, you know, thank goodness, you I don't know, what, a month Mm -hmm. before lockdown was my 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. And everyone, except for you, because I didn't know you yet. at my 50th birthday party and I when we went home that night I said to Hung I'm like so do my friends think I'm like a ra- I mean I must have had a dozen bottles of wine <laughs> and then gift cards to uh, the wine and spirits store and the brass rail and I mean yeah. awesome yeah but thank goodness when those first two weeks of having to not mm-hmm. only learn how to teach for the first time yeah because I always laugh when I would say to Hung, I'm like, I don't know, I've never taught before. He's like, well, you teach every day. I'm like, those are five-year-olds. They think I'm hilarious. <laughs> like, it's easy. You are with, hilarious. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but just I said, feed them. And these are like college them. kids, and they might not, you know, so they not only was I learning how to teach, but I was learning how to teach online. Mm-hmm. So pretty Which much, is a different beast. Oh, for pretty sure. much oh, yeah. every night ended with at least a glass or two of wine. So I was like... I've got all this wine for my birthday party. Yes. I was like set. So it was yeah, kind of nice. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about it. it. Nothing being open. We could not get supplies for We couldn't while. get it. Yeah, and it was, so we couldn't get booze, which was interesting was too. Rough. But you know what? It really created this like sharing community of booze, which was well, really fun. My niece one day, we were texting. And my niece, I love her. Um, I have some great nieces. And that's why I remember when I had Jake, my mom said, well, don't you want to try for a girl? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like two boys, mm-hmm. I'm good. I have so many nieces on both sides, and I'm very close to to many of them, if not mm-hmm. all of them. Um, some of them don't live close by geographically, so it's a little harder. But we have such great family connections; it's nice. But my niece uh, Angie lives over in E Town, and we were texting one day, and she has a daughter going into kindergarten, and then her boyfriend's son is going into, I believe, third grade. So we were talking about the trials of homeschooling and, and these things, and she's like, and I, I don't have any wine, and there's no stores open. I'm like, well, what do you like? And she told me, so I went downstairs to my little birthday stash, and I put it in a little bag, and I went over and did a porch drop, because yeah. I was just like, you The porch need drops this are the drop. best, yes, right? the porch drop. <laughs> so my very first porch drop that I took part in, it was our friend Jesse's birthday, and we yes. did a little drive-by piece, and we did some Dairy Queen cupcakes for everybody except our dear friend Amber, who lives too far away she got a little closer because I was not driving to Dolphin which is just makes me mean but whatever okay but I say to Kevin why don't you meet me and like you know he or he 
know, he says to me, I'll meet you. You don't have to come all the way to E-Town. Uh, you know, I'll meet you. And he meets me in the Starbucks parking lot in Hershey. And I'll tell you, it's one of the saddest moments of my life. Because well, it was pretty It sad. was really sad. Like, we hadn't seen each other for no. a good, like, it was like six weeks. Yeah. I literally, like, put the cupcake down and he gets it. Like, it was like, it was one <laughs> of those, like, like they could have had it be, like, a Kleenex commercial of people mm. who were like, I need this to cry. Because it was so strange. And it was really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And it really made me, like, I remember coming home and saying to Mark, like, it was like seeing someone through glass. Like yeah. you couldn't, yeah. and just realizing how much we need that human mm-hmm. connection. And I'm a you hugger. Know? So I am running too, into yeah. people mm-hmm. and not being able to hug yeah. them right. um, was really, yeah. and still is, because mm-hmm. now there are some that were like uh, in our pods. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, pods, my yeah. good friend Tom and Michelle came down and spent mm-hmm. a day at the beach with us so that Tom and Hung could go golfing. And, yeah. you know, when they left yesterday morning, you know, I hugged them because they're in yeah. our pod. Yeah. Um, but it's just that connection is really. Really? And the pods are not popular, everybody aware. I'll tell you, you know, some of Rosemary's friends in New York now, they're in a, they're in a different situation mm-hmm. in the way that they've done that, you know, and they live differently than we do. Um, but we have really created our pod of, and we've been able to celebrate birthdays and retirements mm-hmm. and those pieces in it. Um, but it's been hard for me that our students many times aren't in that. I'm so thankful that you yeah. and Jake and Hung and David are in that because I've been able to see yeah. Jake. But it's it's been hard not being with our students. Would you, would you agree, Kevin? I mean, uh, that's, 100%. Do you think it's yeah, the yeah. hardest part of this? Oh yeah, definitely. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It just I don't want to get a, you know, we have we have our pod and we have a whole different energy. But the kids themselves, right. you know, and we, and we admire them to. so much yeah. for for how they get through every day. And, yeah. and one of the things I love about our program, I think, and and Amber has this too in her program, is that. You know, we really respect the students for for how much kids have in their life. Mm-hmm. Like we had it too. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't want to be like, oh, kids' lives are so hard these days. Like we had stuff too. Like I think about like being latchkey kids, and sure. and we joke about that we were like, you guys weren't, but I was a latchkey kid. Okay, you know. He doesn't know what that means. No, no, that's that oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I can tell by your face. You have oh my gosh. gosh. And yes, is, definitely. And this is the problem with having friends who are so much younger than you. So back in the eighties, okay, our parents were all working for like the first time yeah. ever and when you got off the school bus you had to let yourself into your house and sometimes you were by yourself for like an hour or two and they mm-hmm. called us latchkey children because yes. we had a little key that was often either on our backpack or you know and, and often like mrs so-and-so across the street like you like gave her a wave when you went in mm-hmm. but other than that you were watching general hospital on the lowdown okay. by yourself yeah, or, you know absolutely. and sneaking chocolate milk like a champ and maybe some fun dip that was in the back of the yeah. thing well, you know when, the when you, know. you started talking mindy at, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the episode of how the school even in 1988 didn't have or 1992 or I guess five mm-hmm. years after that 97 when did you start at the school uh, 97, 97. Or, oh, I'm sorry no 99 99 because okay. I your math was really well. good there yeah. kudos to your algebra oh. yeah <laughs> well I forgot to put you in had the two years, years of grad school so I graduated with my master's uh, in 94 you were so I, was, I was on it I was really quite. impressed but, but at yeah, that point there wasn't a school speech pathologist correct which one right and then they hired me as the second which is, I mean, it, it speaks volumes to mm-hmm. how the school dynamic has changed over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. um, where, like, those services are now included in 504s Correct. and, yeah. you know, IEPs and that kind of thing have become kind of more mainstream. And it's not that, I don't think the students were less, had less learning disabilities or, you know, no. challenges. But I think that the schools have caught up to what needs sure. to happen. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, like, years of research have yeah, to help us, right? It's the, yeah. yeah. So the differences are... I think the are, awareness yeah. of what 
is out there and, and I the think, awareness that you know yeah. but I, I still go back though to and I feel like I have taken this train way off the track and I no. apologize but I there's I, no, there's no train okay there's no that's good that's but what I, I feel like um for a while it was not okay for a student to just have a C average mm-hmm. or had to be a reason right um and so I think that's one of the things when I was in the district working with students like I was a I tried to advocate for my students when I and nothing it's teachers mm-hmm. I love the teachers I've worked with sure. but when they're like there has to be something because they they're only getting C's on this and this okay yeah but maybe they're getting a C where right? that's where they function mm-hmm. and they're going to be a, mm-hmm. a great um you know I, whatever had, they're meant to be right sure. I've had students who can take things apart it's like they're gonna be an awesome mechanic but yeah let's not worry about doing algebraic right. equations right that might not be their calling. Algebra. That might not be their calling. I don't she does. That was no, impressive yeah, algebra. I, I don't teach yeah, the math. Sure is, so yeah. Um, Dr. McCullough and I will both say uh-huh. we do not teach the math. Well, you know, it's really math. interesting. You were talking about being a first semester professor, and mm-hmm. I remember what I did, and like I always wanted to go back and like apologize and be like, I'm really sorry. Like, like <laughs> oh, I did my yeah. best, but like my grading, because there is this idea, like if a C is supposed to be average. What is wrong with the C? Mm-hmm. Now, as a student, I didn't always appreciate that C, right. mind you, but like this whole idea of grading and how it works and how it defines someone and that every if, if mm-hmm. there's a C there must be a reason is right. a really interesting perspective yeah. like you know to hear yeah. I mean that's, that's and I wild. think that, C is for complete right and D is for done no <laughs> I, I never said Aaron mommy never said that <laughs> that's very funny C's get degrees that's, that's what we used to tell David C's get degrees uh, yeah, and so I mean, I know now. I will say that uh, that the speech pathology program at mm-hmm. LBC is rigorous. Like we, sure, I think LBC in general is rigorous. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been there a long C's, time. C's will not get you a speech pathology degree yeah. at LBC. It can't. It can't. Right, and that's what we have well, found yeah. is because you you can't be out in the field. The more Correct. that degrees have translated to being in the field and the hands-on work, yeah. the more that can't be a thing. Correct. Yeah. Right. No, but you know what it can do? It can get somebody who delivers shots like a champ. Yes. And yes. delivery number what three. All right, what is that? Right so we're going to drink to our number one fan, Mindy. Mindy, Jake's mom. Jake's mom. <laughs> I love me some Jake's mom. And I say that all the time. Mm. Oh. oh, that's good too. You are such a good drinker. You <laughs> really are a good mixologist. Right? What is that little bit of a. I wanted to say it was licorice, but I hate licorice, so it isn't licorice. But it's what is Frangelico. That? Frangelico. Sure. Okay, so what is tasting. that? Huh. What do we think, friends? Not Almond Joy. There's no almond going on there. Mm-mm. Not Milky Way. Oh, you don't think there's a little coconut in there? Oh, do you think? Mm, I don't think so. No. Shyla's shaking her head no. All right. This is, this is the one we had earlier. <laughs> so you're telling well, me on so four shots sh- in. Yes. Wasn't is that the, the Milky Way? No, you no. had the Milky Way shot. Yeah, it wasn't We haven't had yet, so. All right, drink, oh. Captain. What is it? it this is, is a- the part where I get drunk enough I call you Shy Shy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a Kit Kat. Oh. Oh, oh I taste it now. I taste it now. Yeah. It's a little... Oh, yeah. I know. I it taste it The Frangelic goes on the back We end. need to make sure that we yeah. post the oh, recipe. Thank you. I will do that. So, yeah. yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, that was tasty. All righty. Well. So, what was that? Number three? Or that four? was number, number three. three. And okay. with that, I think we should close down the segment. And segment three, I think we're joined by our friend Amber. And we want to answer some of the questions that we haven't all season. Uh, some some wrap-up items that we have. How does that sound? That sounds great. Sounds good. All right, so uh, we decided to deviate a little off course here and invited Amber to come back into the conversation. So Ooh, welcome yes. back. Thank yes. you. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So we're going to drink to Amber. Woo. To Amber. 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 Woo. Who 
I yes. just got to meet in March. Yes, at concession They're stand. They're mm-hmm. A raffle. Yeah, you were concession. I was raffle. Ooh. Oh, that's yummy. Mm. That's the Milky, Milky Way. Way. That is definitely that's the Milky Way. That's the one we had earlier. The Milky <laughs> Way is delightful. <laughs> that is really that's yummy. That's yeah. real yummy. Round four was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And four is my favorite number, so there you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Why is four your number favorite? Your favorite I have no number? idea. You have no idea? It just is? <laughs> it's, just, it's just who you are. It's just okay. who you are. So like I'm it. very strange about numbers. I like even numbers, and I, I, mm-hmm. or I like numbers to match. Okay. So, like, David's birthday is 3-8-99, and I really, like, I went into labor on the 7th, and mm-hmm. I was really hoping to have, so that they would all be odd numbers. Oh. I'm really funny about that. <laughs> is Jake's? No, his is 42203. So, oh, uh, by the second one, I was like, uh, yeah. it's it's like you were like, yeah. get him out. Exactly. By the yes. second one, I'm like, yeah. Actually, Speaking. well, I wanted to have him on my grandmother's birthday because I had to have a C-section. Mm-hmm. And her birthday was April 18th, and she was, like, my very favorite, yeah. like, my favorite grandma. Mm. And um, that was a Sunday, and they weren't doing C-sections on a Sunday, uh. which I totally understand because it was also Easter. Oh, uh, that would be a lot, yeah. yeah. So I had them on So fascinating. Speaking I had... of second children, though, um, my second child, Aaron, is a huge Mindy Wayne fan. He is a Jake's mom's fan for Jake's sure. Mom. I do um, love Aaron. Uh, he does. He loves you so much. He does. Um, and so you have a funny little He's story about my Aaron. You oh pulled my up on Sheridan Avenue, right? Okay. So I have to be honest. I didn't really know Aaron very right. well prior to ITS in January, right? Because he was also a chaperone. Let's let's call <laughs> him. Yes. But I will say that the night that we were kind of waiting for the students and we were all sitting up in that kind of balcony mm-hmm. area just talking. Um, I had the nicest conversation with him, and I think oh, you yeah. were there. We were, yeah, yeah, we were. He's a nice we were, kid. He really is, and I knew that David. He and David knew each they other were. from they were school together you know, because mm-hmm. he was, I guess, a year or two behind David. Um, but I had never really talked to him, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. He is a great kid. So, yeah. So I I got a, a new car in December, and um, I was very excited. I kind of decided to treat myself, and so I think it was well, it would have been the, in January at some point mm-hmm. after the semester started, and I was over uh, across from Mund. I had given my uh, department chair a ride over to a meeting because the weather was terrible, and I said, "Well, I'll, I'll come pick you up at 11:30." So I'm sitting there outside of Mund, and I'm on Facebook or whatever on my phone, and my car door opens up. And I look over expecting to see Michelle, and it's Aaron. (laughs) And he jumps in a car. I was like, oh, hey. And he goes, oh, good. I thought, he goes, I really thought this was your car, but I panicked just a little bit. But he's like, okay. So, yeah, we sat there and had a nice little chat. I said, Mm -hmm. why are you done with class? I kind of really pulled the mom thing out. I was Mm -hmm. like, why are you done with class? And he said, you need to get back to your work. (laughs) And I said, okay, so what are you doing now? I'm going to go back to my dorm room. I'm like, okay, are you going to do your homework? Well, no, I have this new simulator. And he was telling me all about his simulator race game Mm -hmm. that he was going to play that for a little bit. And I said, okay, that sounds great. Is this part of being a D1 athlete? Oh, completely. Uh, Because you know, despite (laughs) the fact that Eric goes to LBC, he's a D1 athlete. He's a D1 athlete because he's on the sports team. Yeah, the sports team, which my boys are just so all over. Actually, it's funny. I've had really good conversations with both of your boys about this. Aaron plays Rocket League. 
So oh, just so you okay. know, Noah mm-hmm. at least twice a week tells me he's training on Super Smash Bros. to rehab <laughs> hey, a competition listen. against the the esports guys because they did Absolutely. that for Mario's Great Give last mm-hmm. year. And Noah went and got completely decimated. And he's like, yes. I've been training every day because oh, I want to play them. the LVC your guys again. So I've been I training for voice. a new sport. <laughs> it's called Animal Crossing. And I'm going to be a team. <laughs> <laughs> How 49 minutes. 49 minutes. 49 minutes. Yes, 49 minutes. So Kevin, like, to wait and see how long it is from every time we've been together till someone mentions Animal Crossing because I know he's just secretly jealous that he doesn't have a switch and uh, plays yes. Animal Crossing. Jealous is the word. <laughs> My boys think it's awesome that you guys play. It's so great. So, well, I would like to visit Jake's um, island. However, I feel like just saying that out loud sounds as inappropriate as it feels. So I probably should okay. not visit his island. So let's talk about has a new oh. island, but I don't know oh. because he decided to ditch the like, one that he had and start oh. over. And a new one now that he understands the anxiety evi- that comes at even the thought of starting a new island. Well, and evidently his is in the southern hemisphere. Oh, so it's snowing. Oh, so he's oh. been building snowmen. Oh, okay. Our mind is blown. Well, his, <laughs> his was too until I explained to him that due to the tilt of the earth. Oh right. Oh, oh he didn't get why it, it was winter. Uh, I got you in okay. the southern hemisphere. Yeah, that's true. Oh no, and like I get that part of it, but the when thought that when someone would but, yeah. restart, I would like I am invested. I am like 150 days oh, in no, this. He's like, you know what? <laughs> I cannot. Like I have resident services. I can dive now. Shit has happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot. Yeah. No. I have been on in like three weeks. I think he decided Ooh, I to just. I'm sorry. I can't. I, I at least get on every day and visit my store. Yeah. Nothing else. He decided to just. Hey, let's try something new. Yeah, let's try it. Now that I kind of understand the game better, and yeah. he builds these snowmen, and I guess depending on the quality of your snowman, I will be able to build snowmen. Then you, you gotta wait a few more months. Can't wait. You win prizes. So he won this great ice. Wow. I don't know. I don't understand it. All right, I'm going to go to Starbucks more often so I can run into it. I'm going to pull the conversation back to um, something that I'm jealous of. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to talk about this. Uh, Jasmine, uh, who was fortunate enough to have an experience four years ago. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We still hang on to because... You're bitter. mm, A little bitter. Because in like October 2015, I'm sitting on my couch pregnant with Lucas. (laughs) And Jasmine texts me and says, Hamilton tickets, June 16th. 2016, mm-hmm. you in or out? I'm like, I'm four weeks postpartum. There is no way on earth I can. I was do like, this. I need to know in the next 30 seconds. Yeah, you're because in or out it's like, this. yeah, you get your tickets. But and I thought of you. I just like to point that out. Yeah, which was amazing, right? And yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not your fault. It's it's really no. It's all good. It's Lucas. It's something fault, I will hang over anyway. Lucas. He's a, a yeah, incredibly adorable, which is helpful. oh my gosh, yeah. adorable. you know, so yes. cute. Yeah, so I was having a C-section. I planned C-section on the 19th of May. I knew that and knew that there was no world where I could move my whole family to New York City for a weekend so that I could go see Hamilton. Right. So, so fast forward to June 16, 2016. And here's what happens. So I was standing next to my child who is, you know, my two children are the luckiest people on earth, which I think it must skip a generation because I'm the <laughs> most unlucky person on earth. Like my name can be in for something and literally every other name will come up. Like I'm just not a lucky person mm-hmm. and I'm cool with that. It's all right. I, I love them and I want them to be lucky. But um, we had these tickets from Oct- the previous October to go see Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It was on a Sunday afternoon. We were pretty sure we wouldn't see Lin-Manuel Miranda, which was fine. Like, I'm I'm a big believer in that, like, everybody on Broadway is so talented. Absolutely. Like, I'm good with what I see. Right. Like, yeah. it's fine. Um, we're, we were going with two friends of Rosemary's friends from Boston. On the Saturday, the day before, we were seeing the Sunday matinee. She says, Mom, something is up. 
literally every main character is out today. Every principal is out today. Something is up. And I'm like, I don't know, Rosemary. I'm going to Hamilton tomorrow. I'm super excited. Doesn't matter. We actually saw Fun Home that day. And the next day we were seeing Hamilton because I'm lucky enough to have these crazy weekends in my life. We get there and there are signs everywhere that say, you will be taped, you will be recorded, you must know that your likeness if someone gets it or you have the sound of your voice, like by walking into the theater, wow. you you give up your right to whatever. And sure. we're like, what is happening here? We happen to, like, I have this really big thing that I like to have a printed ticket. Like, I'm just a nerd like that. I have all my playbills and all my tickets and stuff. So we go into the box office and we're like, hey, could you print our ticket? Because they had all been digital, as most tickets are these days. And they're like, sure. And I'm like, what's the deal here? And they're like, yeah, we're recording Hamilton today because 10 wow. years from now we're going to release it. Like, he literally says to me it will be at least 10 years or something, mm -hmm. okay? This winds up being the recording that was just released on Disney Plus, it's or part of it. Phenomenal. Yes. yes, because they did that. But yes. what a cool thing! That that, I mean, awesome. what that we were not only recorded, which was super cool. It was amazing to see. There were so many things that were a surprise to me, mm -hmm. or that I didn't know would happen. Loved seeing it with mm -hmm. Rosemary and her friends, and just super cool. This is before Rosemary ever moved to New York City, which is kind of neat too. Oh, that she still lived in Boston yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was super cool, but yes, yeah, stand next to the Booker kids if you want luck. Yeah, and it right. just yeah, literally wow. was. And this is what Jasmine does. <laughs> All she does is text me a picture of, of the, the sign. sign. And That's I was it. like, because I literally I hate you. I literally <laughs> turn to Rosemary see that, and like, I literally go, How do I? This is my first words. <laughs> How do I tell Shiloh? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, what do I do? And she looks at me because, you know, she loves Shiloh and has literally known her whole life. And she's like, how do I tell Shiloh? Yeah, really? I was like, this is how. Click. Click. And so we funny. do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to tell you, the night yeah. that it was released on Disney+, Plus, mm -hmm. David Keller, another one of your students yes. who we absolutely adore, mm -hmm. um, came over to our house to watch it with yeah. us. Oh, so nice. evidently the musical crew that Jake is a part of, they were all supposed to come over, but work and things happen. Well, that's okay. So yeah. David Keller came over and of course Hung and I are like, hey, can we be the parents that are like crashing on <laughs> the radio? So we were all downstairs and we had the lights and the theater mm -hmm. and everything going and all of a sudden during one of the scenes and you hear the audience and Jake goes, I think I heard Mrs. Booker. <laughs> now he was totally kidding. <laughs> but it's so just, funny. That would be amazing, but probably not likely. It was so funny because we were all like so quiet, yeah. and he goes, I think that was Mrs. Booker. And we all laughed. because oh, so it was, it was he's a funny kid. That's he's funny. a funny kid. Did he, know? But Did he know that she was there? Well, because I Everyone think you guys all talked about it. Okay. Yeah, so we talk about it a lot. I mean, okay. it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's no big deal, but I was totally there whenever they recorded <laughs> Hamilton. I mean, like as if it was, but it was literally right. random. Like there was that nothing. Really I, I mean, I suppose I could try to pretend like it was a planned thing, but it wasn't at all. That actually like makes it a cooler yeah, story. Yeah, which is neat. And it was random. just neat to be, you know, don't you love when you're part of history and you didn't even know yeah. it kind right. of thing? Yeah. yeah. Although I kind of wish I wasn't part of this pandemic history. I wouldn't mind reading about that somewhere, but, yeah. but you wish you but, were? That's I wish baby. I wasn't. Oh, like, yeah. okay. I wish I wish. But that's showbiz baby, right? That's showbiz baby. Yeah. I know it is for sure. Oh, are we on round five? The final five. Hey Shyla, well we're on the final round. Could you share with us your ball your ballroom <laughs> dancing background? Oh sure. Yeah, I was in high school. My friend uh, Bill and I actually mm -hmm. took ballroom dance lessons for three years. Oh wow. Uh, we did mostly Latin dances, mm -hmm. so salsa was our like like main dance that we did. But we also did cha cha and samba. Um, and you did a Disney dance, as we I recall. Did. This is how uh, I knew we were destined. 
destined to be the bestest of friends. Uh, From Aladdin. Mm -hmm. uh, Never had had a friend friend like me, me, right? We did a dance to choreographed dance to that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've literally never forgot that, Shiloh, because I loved hearing about I love hearing about your ballroom dancing days. I really do. And your stories with Bill and and, and high school and all of those pieces and things. But I always thought never had a friend like me. It's so you. Yeah. It really is, because no one has a friend like a Shiloh. It was it was fun. Yeah, we were actually uh, it was uh, us, and then there was another younger couple, like a high school couple. We weren't Bill and I didn't weren't dating, but we were just <laughs> we were um, dance partners. Um, yeah, and we we really enjoyed it. It was um, something just something very different to do. That would be fun, um, super cool. As a high yeah. schooler, I can't, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I think it speaks yeah. to like you always um, embrace whatever is like the unique experiences in life. I've never seen you shy away from one, and I can yeah. see you being a high schooler who was like ballroom dance, a ballroom yeah, dance. Yeah, wow. I think it actually yeah. started because um, I had two really phenomenal Spanish teachers in high school. Mm-hmm. One uh, who had a, a master's degree from Mexico, and then one who had studied in Barcelona. Who's actually follow this? My best friend from high school's sister's mother-in-law. So like, there's I might a whole lot. Chart. We're gonna go. We're gonna <laughs> go. Know, there's there's sister. like a whole brother in game. We'll talk about this later. Oh, I'm in some excited. Of our, our episodes, but yeah. In so, season two. Yeah, in season two. So um, yeah. So anyway, they had actually applied for and received a grant to take students to dance lessons, mm-hmm. um, and that's how it started. Was mm-hmm. we actually went uh, there and then we did a um, a dance cruise in Pittsburgh as like a, the capstone mm-hmm. experience. Um, so yeah, so it was really cool. Did and you wear then, fancy dresses? Um, I mean, as fancy as you do in high school. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you recycle an old prom dress? Like, Didn't be like pretty in pink. I was no. gonna say. Now you get me. Have you ever seen Pretty in Pink, Amber? I have. Yeah. Thank well, God. I have. Kevin, so, have you seen Pretty in Pink? I have not. <laughs> oh, fire! <laughs> Speaking of pink, I have to just put in that the mm-hmm. dress that Brie wore in Legally Blonde, mm-hmm. the pink dress, yes. Yes. was my senior year homecoming dress. No wow. Way. That Sandy Brettler, I love, love Sandy, re-envisioned. Because she's amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, 1988 or 87. Your bangs. Did you have the bangs? I did. Oh, but, I mean, yes. but the dress, the dress I was like the big puffy sleeves, but she repurposed yes. it and made Brie's so one cool. pink. Amazing. Sandy. We should so drink cool. to Sandy Brettler because Sandy Brettler just passed all of the other episodes as the number one listened episode. Oh, yeah. to Sandy so Brettler. But I have Blink. to say now, mm-hmm. game on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love Jake's mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we think that one is, friends? Oh, that's smooth. That, that is, is smooth. really smooth. There's a little bit of amaretto on there. That's probably why I like right. it so much. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's an almond joy. It is an yeah. almond joy. <laughs> that was that my was guess. Good. That that's was my delicious. That, that was my favorite too. That oh, I love it. That was pretty. Although good. you also make a, a mean orange cream circle. Oh, I How dream about this. <laughs> right? I don't know. My birthday is next week. Maybe they'll have to make an appearance. Oh. We are not alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a podcast <laughs> that literally is booze in the name. It's okay. Disclaimer: We are not. Do you know <laughs> what you were yeah. involved in? <laughs> I mean, I did. I'm afraid who we are. It's okay. We're not we are home. who we are. Where yes. previously I, do have I a... talked about the dozens of 
bottles of wine that I consumed <laughs> at the yeah. beginning of quarantine. Hey, I, you all know that I am the Leslie Nope of this group. I believe in celebrating it's as true. much as we can. Yes. And if some excellent spirits are part of that, I say fantastic. Because life, even in pandemic, is worth celebrating. Yes. We're sure. doing a gold star uh, punch. punch for your birthday. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yes, yeah. we'll, be, we'll be sure to tell you on season two yes. all the fun antics that come from that. Yeah. So thank you, listeners, for being a part of our first season. And we have a couple of questions to ask yeah. Mindy before we go, That's though, true. right? So first up, yes. Mindy. <laughs> I love a well-prepared guest. Excellent. Okay, first question. What is your favorite coffee beverage? So I'm boring with coffee. I just drink black Strong dark roast coffee. Like you like your men? Is that what it? No, <laughs> you're just like so crazy. Yes, I like my coffee like I like my man. Yeah, I love to f- <laughs> no, I pay attention to what happens right now. She's five shots deep, but she should have only had two. She's technically six, six shots. Oh, that's six. true. She's six shots. Six and a truly. So. And a truly. So this no. is the part where she told me to only drink half, and it didn't happen, and now you know why I'm coughing. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're fine. No, I tend to just drink black coffee, but if I am going to go through Starbucks yes. and I'm treating, I will get a caramel macchiato. Okay. Mm. Good to know. Good to know. All right. And what's your favorite adult beverage? Oh, gosh. So the other week, I don't remember who it was, but when she was saying about what that she drinks, like, red and dry, I was Mm. like, I could totally drink with that woman, but I forget who it was. That's okay. um, I tend to, like, the dry wines. I like reds in the winter and whites in the summer. Okay. Mm. And I like beer. Mm. You are a beer drinker. I'm a beer drinker. I'm not really a hard liquor drinker. So this one time I went to see Jake, because you know I like to see him perform as much Mm -hmm. as I can. All of my students I like to, but Jake is really convenient. Like he's often like right around. He's everywhere. So he's everywhere. So I go to see him and it's like this pop-up concert and one of the local vineyards is there Mm -hmm. and they're selling beer and I buy this six pack of it and it was the worst beer I'd ever had in my life, but I'm so glad that I came to support Jake. (laughs) But I made everybody drink this terrible beer. It was I drank their, yeah, it it was was not good. Really bad. There may be two cans out there that I will, if yeah. I can pay someone to drink them because I feel bad. I am a Lion and Kugel fan mm. because one, oh, yeah. I love the word Lion and Kugel. It's just fun. It's, like it's very it's fun. It's like Lichtenstein. Can we drink Lion and Kugel and Lichtenstein? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Correct. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Lion and Kugel fan. Um, and you know, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Well, we have one last question to ask you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one that really gets to the heart of what we do. And so much it's been a joy to talk to everybody in season one about such a thing. But Shiloh, why don't you kick it off here? Uh, Yeah. So, Mindy, uh, nail it down to one. Because I know you've been thinking about this. I have. I've been practicing about it. Practicing Uh, in the mirror. What is your passion? You know, um... Okay, two is fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Six shots in, we We have all night. I, exactly. I, you know what? I really do. And again, listening to the the broadcast that you guys have had, um, I I feel like what I enjoy is what can I do that will help others. Mm-hmm. So whether it's my what my kids are involved in, and then helping that organization. So whether it's marching band or musical, or um, you know PTO when they were in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Or even, you know, now just the fact of helping my students at LBC kind of learn to love the career that has brought me so many years mm-hmm. of joy. And I mean, I they haven't all been great. And I've had those, you know, we've, we've all encountered mm-hmm. those people where we're like, ooh. Yeah. And it's really made me question, am I good at, am I doing what I should be doing? But then, you know, then there's the rest of those people that are like, you know what, I 
know that I'm good at my job and I am helping this family with their child's mm-hmm. communication or you mm-hmm. know so I am passionate about the field of speech pathology I think it's a great field um it's I mean, not it's, it's not I can't imagine how rewarding um, it is when you can help someone communicate I it know. is. It's amazing Truly. when you have that, you know, child with autism who is mostly nonverbal and all of a sudden they're asking for a snack or they're, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So, um, you know, I would say I think I have a lot of passions because it depends on the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my family always comes first. So whatever, you know, and, and whatever I can do that will better my family um, and not just not just hung in my two boys, but like my parents or, you know, my nieces and nephews or my brothers, you know, that kind of thing. So, but I even, you know, my friends who've become my family. Mm -hmm. So what can I do? That community that you love. You clearly love this community. I had no idea till today that you were Palmyra born, bred, loved. And it speaks so much to this town that it does have such an impact on the world. Yeah, it really does. It does. And and I've had people move in Mm -hmm. who like in our neighborhood, like one of my best friends, Janet, you know, she's from Wisconsin and we met when our boys were two and we just happened to be walking around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. and she's become one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I have all these sisters and and family Mm -hmm. that are friends that have become my family, Mm -hmm. not just my two brothers. I always talk to Shiloh about it. It's almost like building our own congregations in many ways Mm -hmm. because we have like these shared values. And we challenge those values, which I think right. is an important thing. Of, of it's yeah. not like it, it's not like congregations of people or pods or however we right. want to yeah. define it today. But it's these people that we love who've become our family, and we know everything about each other's family, mm-hmm. and we support them, and we love them, and we also challenge yeah. them, and we do yeah. all the things that congregations yeah. and families I, do. I think the mm-hmm. the the two questions that I've been able to pull from all nineteen now twenty of our guests is that we all aim for two very like two similar questions at the end of the day. Am I doing no harm and am I enough? Right? Like yeah. those are things like, am I doing no harm to the people who I love and the people in my life? Am I doing no harm to my community that I love? Mm-hmm. You know, doing doing the things that are right. And am I enough? Am I enough to my family? Am I yeah. enough to my friends? Am I enough to who I am as a person? What I am? And I think we all, those are two questions that I think yeah. are just so like kind of inbred in what we do constantly. Yes. Yeah. And that's a great point about asking yourself because I think we, it's funny to hear somebody else say mm-hmm. that they think about am I enough because I know you know when I applied for the job and I was like am I going to be enough for this position you said it to me you were like Jasmine am I qualified to yeah. teach at a college and, and I'm like Mindy you have so I mean, much to offer in building this that. incredible thing yeah. and I know mm-hmm. like some of my friends from Palmyra like you know Missy Groff and Paula Norton and mm-hmm. and Jackie Bolts and they were all like you will be incredible. incredible like you need to do this because you are you and right and so like without that community behind me, I don't think I would have moved forward, which is actually going to benefit my family greatly because of, of mm-hmm. the education that we can possibly provide both of my boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact then too that I'm in this program where I'm helping all of these grad students who I have come to just adore, like go out into the world mm-hmm. and and do what I've been doing, but now they get to be the next well, generation. And to watch of you it. problem and solve how to do it this crazy time and what can be virtual. Great, I can't yeah. I mean it's just been interesting in the the little bit of conversations I get to have with you in my role is how technology can help you with that is so interesting to watch your brain work of how you can help your students mm-hmm. best 
serve their community right. in, a, in a profession that they're working to even be in yet. Yeah. I mean, it's that's... quite amazing. And it's really what I love about all of you around the table is we're always constantly changing who we are and what we are based on what we need to do. flexibility. I knew you were using Now I have no <laughs> drink in front of me. If I'm here in the I've never heard hyperflex, but I mean, I talk about flexibility yeah. and that is one thing that our, that, that my field has to have or, and, oh, but that also offers. I mean, mm-hmm. what other field can I start in a hospital and then decide to move to a school because now I have children and the, the, mm-hmm. the, the schedules will be similar and then I can move to higher education. There's not a lot of, of but you, fields but you that do that. Going so, back to, to Shyla's point of am I enough? Right. You have been able to serve your family, your community, your students, everybody mm-hmm. and be able to do it and, and not even knowing that you did it. And I think that's what makes amazing people in small towns mm-hmm. or amazing people in small towns who move to big towns or, right. or all of yeah, those things sure. is it's that ability to have a big impact on mm-hmm. all the worlds and we talk all the time about trying to keep the balance you know <laughs> oh, we, we all know that's a lie right like yeah. you know like the greatest truth my mom ever told me was I'm, she literally said to me one day I'm sorry I think I told you you could have everything like my generation fought for you to have everything mm-hmm. and literally something will have to sacrifice right. and she didn't mean it in a mean way yeah. she meant it in a like you are enough right you, you oh, are absolutely. enough kind of way and and that's really what you're saying too is you're able to serve all these things but it's not because it's it's balancing one versus the other it's about sure. making it, it's like the giant Venn diagram of yeah. life right yeah. you know and enter all the pieces right. so, so I'm so thrilled we're able to celebrate that with you oh my gosh I've been thank you great yeah. um, so much fun it's yeah. so much fun thank you for joining us Shyla I can't thank you enough for being yeah. on this crazy ass journey I can't <laughs> I love season it. two um, yeah. and season two will we'll be starting momentarily yeah. so we look forward to it Kevin thank you for your service to all that you do thank you for finally having me on <laughs> this does not mean that boys are around all the time for sure this is an get ready for my it episode is. thank you Amber <laughs> <laughs> and thank you Amber for yeah, all you do yeah, for our thanks. community and for yeah. being a part of our crazy pod you know of it course. has been about survival and love and celebration yes Shadow, yes. thank you for putting up with all of my crazy celebrations That's I mean great. flag day was just a month ago and we <laughs> missed that one but today is the puppy's birthday so we'll do that so we'll do that yeah. that's good yeah we should drink to the puppies we should drink to the puppies yeah. that's I'm right one more that, shot that'll be the post production shot of the day will be to the puppies who bring such so joy. at the end of the day, I have a question for you though. What's your question? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? I loved it. I have to tell you, you we have probably had a million questions over season one, and my favorite question was where in the world is Carmen Sandiego because you know me so well. I like, enjoyed the twenty questions. Like, <laughs> was there any question that surprised you? Not really, but it was interesting. Like I like yeah. how you said too. You were trying to think of questions that wouldn't give away her personal <laughs> identity, and it all comes back to crying junkies. Because, oh, oh, yeah. and William but, H Macy was the yes. The I sat next to, to and I sat next, next to William H yes. Macy at a Broadway show. Was this pre um, or post Shameless? I mean, uh, it was during or, actually. It was during okay. Shameless. So and it was so pre like paying off a of college to. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Well, Sorry, well, I didn't put that in there. But this is literally me sitting there with my cell phone trying to get a picture of him being like I, I think this is I mean really I love Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy so I know I but they got Trump I know and you gotta like part of you admires everything they do for their children and part of you is like that's not okay yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah did they not have friends to say this is not okay <laughs> right yes right sure. Kevin would you tell me if it wasn't okay you would you'd pull me back I'm a very honest person, so you yes, are. I would tell you. He is very I know. honest. Uh, speaking of which, one of the things, Shyla, do you think you surround yourself with like exceptionally honest people? Hmm. hmm. What do you think? 
I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe. Sort of. Think about that till next season. Yeah, I guess we'll Kay. talk about that later. All right. That's a good question. That is a good so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jasmine, you're enough. Aww. I'm enough. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.